فاشرف بي لاشتغالي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يا ذا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه والتابعين لهم باحسان الى يوم الدين اما بعد we are finished with the introduction that we wanted to do inshallah ta'ala today we're going to go into the explanation of the kitab nuzhatun nadar fi tawdih nukhbatil fikr okay so we're going to use a lot of nuzhatun nadar by ibn hajar which is the explanation of the kitab nukhbatul fikr we're going to rely on nuzhatun nadar and we're also going to bring other benefits from other places as well inshallah ta'ala okay so make sure everybody has a Nusatul Nadar. Uh, if you could also get the Nukat on the Nusatul Nadar by Shaykh Al Albani Rahimahullah Ta'ala with the Tahqiq of Ali Hassan Al Halabi. Shaykh Ali Hassan Al Halabi, it would be good inshallah Ta'ala. So uh, without any further ado, inshallah Ta'ala, we'll get into the Kitab. I'm going to use the board. So anytime I feel like there's a need for me to go to the board and write on it, I will, insha'Allah ta'ala. قال الإمام الحافظ أحمد بن علي بن حجر الأسقلاني ابن حجر رحمه الله تعالى is غني عن التعريف. That's why I didn't talk about his biography. He's very well known. Insha'Allah ta'ala, all these scholars whose books we study, whose biography we haven't really spoken about, don't worry. Rest assured, we're going to touch on each one one day by themselves and there's a plan i have inshallah ta'ala which is to go through the scholar females there were and also the ulama of the ummah the male that were were there the prominent scholars we always hear their names who they are what their biography is and, and reality pertaining to them inshallah ta'ala but al-imam al-hafiz ibn ahmad ibn ali ibn hajar al-asqalaniyu he said, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Lam Yazal Aliman Qadira, Wasallallahu Ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Ladi Arsala Ilan Nasi Bashiran Wanadira, Aladi Arsalahu Ilan Nasi Bashiran Wanadira, Wala Ali Muhammadin Wasahbihi Wasalama Tasliman Kathira, Amma Bad. Fainat Tasani Fafistilahi Ahlil Hadithi Kadikaturat. The author starts with the Basmala. So he says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And every munasabat, every opportunity, we mention that starting with the Basmala is a Sunnah fi'liya, meaning it's a Sunnah of the Prophet in doing it, meaning he's following the Prophet in this particular action. The Prophet is the one who, whenever he sent a message, he would say the Basmala. He would say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And of course, it is following Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well, as Allah started the Qur'an with what? Allah started the Qur'an with Basmala, uh, every surah except Surah At-Tawbah. Every surah in the Qur'an that you see, you realize that Allah starts with the Basmala, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. So this is iqtida'an bi kitab azza wa jalla, following the book of Allah and also following the messenger. But what are we following the Prophet in? Sunnah Fi'liya
The sunnah fi'liyah is two types. Sorry, the sunnah is three types, right? So we have sunnah, qawliyah, we have sunnah fi'liyah, and we have sunnah takhiriyah, right? So sunnah qawliyah means what? That which the Prophet alayhi salatu said. And what the sunnah fi'liyah is what the Prophet did, and sunnah takhiriyah is what the Prophet consented to, right brothers? Are we all together on that? Sunnah, Sunnah what? Qawliyah, regarding the Basmala. Is there a Sunnah in terms of the Prophet saying something about it? Yes. There's a hadith which they say, Kullu Amrin, and it goes on. Kullu Amrin Dibari la yubda fi bismillahi Every affairs in which Bismillah is not started with is a disconnected matter. There's no barakah in it, it's deficient. Does that make sense? This, we say, is weak. We weaken that narration. So we don't have any sunnah, qawliyah, in regards to the Prophet in when it comes to the basmala. Do we? So we're only left with a sunnah fi'liyah, which is that the Prophet, whenever he sent a letter to the leaders, he would start with what? So his action is a sunnah here for us. Does that make sense? So that's why we say there is no authentic sunnah, qawliyah, in regards to the basmala. All the narrations that have come are weak. We're only left with what? Sunnah? Fi'liyah. In other words, meaning that the Messenger, alayhi salatu salam, he would, uh, he sallallahu alayhi salam, would send a message to the leaders. And when he sent the letter to the leaders, he would write on there, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. So that's the Sunnah Fi'liyah we have in this regard. Does that make sense? So this, uh, uh, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Bismillah in the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, and Ar-Rahim. Okay? So we have Bismillah. The scholars, they say, we're going to do a simplistic analyzation of the Basmala. And every time we do a book, what we will try to do, inshallah ta'ala, is we'll try to add something onto it, inshallah ta'ala, if Allah wishes. So we have the Bismillah. So we have bis. Bismillahi. And then we have Ar-Rahman. And then we have Ar-Rahim, right? Are we together? So we have Bismillahi Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. In the Arabic language, we already studied something before about this. This is called Harfu Jar. Harfu. Harfu Jar. Harfu Jar is from the particles we said that when it enters into a noun, what does it do to the noun? Remember when we took uh, Jurumiyah, what did we say? It makes it Jar. So when we say Bismillah, Millahi, we have to Millahi. Why? Because the bat is forcing it to be that. This is now called in Arabic, it's a Ism Majroor. A Ism that is made to have Jar. Who is it that made it to have Jar? The bat did. Now, the scholars, they say, the Here's where the scholars, they say the harfu jarhiya and the isim majroor. What are they connected to? In the Arabic language, when I say ilal masjid to the masjid, what's to the masjid? What's it connected to? So the jar, the harfu jar and the isim majroor in the Arabic language, they generally have to connect to something. They have to go towards a direction. They have to be for a reason. Does that make sense? 
So Bismillah in the name of Allah, in the name of Allah, what? In the name of Allah, what? Does that make sense? So the scholars now said, the thing that it's connected to, two things, three things have happened to it. So first thing is, the thing that it's connected to is, number one, it's muqaddar. So we can't see it. Basically, it's implicit. Okay, it's, it's not explicit, rather it's, it's implicit. Number two, it's a, uh, it's a, what? Hey, what's the third, second, does anyone know? That's the first one is implicit, we can't see it, so that's easy, hey? Huh? It's what? So it's muakhar, good. There's no benefit you telling me in English. Hey, number three, it's a fi'l. What is muqaddar is a fi'l. This is after a long discussion of each point, it's a khilaf. So it's muqaddar meaning you can't see it. It's also a muakhar. It's what? It's muakhar. It's muakhar. Are you with me, brothers? And it's also it's a fi'l. So what do we mean? When do we mean by muqaddar? So first of all, you can't see what it's connected to. Okay, what does it mean, muakhar? It means that it's delayed, so it has to fall under Allah's name, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sah? The second is that it's a verb. Now this verb, the scholars, they say it has to be a fi'l, which is am, a general verb. So when we, when, now that we're, we're reading Nukhbat al-Fikr, and the author says, in the name of Allah, what does it refer to? It means, in the name of Allah, I am? I am writing. Does that make sense? That's, some scholars, they say, no, we should make it general. We should say, in the name of Allah, I start. Because in the name of Allah, I start, it can be said when you're eating, when you're sleeping, when you're walking, when you're, whatever you're doing it for. Some say, no, you should make it specific to the situation of what you're doing. So anyways, it's a verb here. It says, in the name of Allah, I write. In the name of Allah, I eat. In the name of Allah, I sleep. Whatever you're doing, it's that particular verb in there. Does that make sense? So that's what Bismillah rahman So the ba, the harf ba, which is harf jar, the ism, which is ism jurur, and also uh, it's both connected to, as I said, fi'il, muqaddar, which is muakhar. Now we move on to the word, uh, we move on to the name Allah. Allah is a lafdul jalala. Allah is what? Allah is what? Lafdul jalala. So he says lafdul jalala first of all. Does anyone know what is it, what is it grammatically? Hey, what's Allah? So it, it's the root where it comes from is aliha. Ya lahu ma'lu ilah. Very good. But what is it grammatically in the context right now? In the name of Allah? Bismillah. Yeah? So what's, it, what's Allah's name? Saad, what is it? If it's Ism Jalul, where is the Harfajar? Yeah? Huh? What's Mudaf in Ilayh? Lafzul Jalal, where is the Mudaf? Yeah? 
So you say ism is mudaf and Allah is mudafun ilayh. Yeah, is that right? What do you guys think? Okay, you, you guys want to know. But you and you and you, three of you are one. Samit, fadl. It's a mudafun ilayh. Hey? Why did he say it's a sifa? Yeah? Ah. It's a mudafun ilayh. It's what? Mudafun ilayh. And ar-Rahman is what? Sifa. And ar-Rahim is what? Sifa. Both description. That's what Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim is. Okay? Each of these terms we're going to see later, inshallah ta'ala. Are you with me? So now in, the, in here, we actually, have, we actually have here manifest in front of us the what? The three types of majroor in Asma. Sah? When Ism is a majroor, there are three things that make it a majroor, right? In, in Nahaw. There's no third thing. Sah? So the first one is that it is Ism majroor, right? The second is if it's more. And the third, if it's from the tawabi', right? If it's from any of those three, then it's a majroor. All of that we're going to take in ajrumiyah. But you see how it's interconnected and how all of them are. Very good. So the author says, Bismillah in the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. The scholars, they say, what's the difference between Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim? Why would they ask that question, what's the difference between Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim? The reason why the scholars would ask is because both of Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim are taken from the root word Ar-Rahma. They're both from the name Ar-Rahma. So what's the difference then? If they're both from the same word, what is the difference? Are we all together, brothers and sisters? Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim are both from the root word Ar-Rahma. So Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim, both of them come from Sifatu. They both come from the characteristics of Ar-Rahma. What is the difference? The scholars, they differ amongst themselves in two views. What's the difference? Are you with me? They differed. They said that Sif Ar-Rahman is what? Is Amma. So we say Sifa, it's Wasi'a uh, or Amma, we say if you want. It's very generic. Ar-Rahman means merciful to everything. The believer and the non-believer. And Ar-Rahim is khas to who? It's khas to the believers. That's one view. That's one view held by the scholars. So that's all one view. Okay? We are now we're left with the second view. Okay? The second view is, the second view is that Ar-Rahman is what? Sifa Datiyah. And Ar-Rahim is what? Sifa Fi'liyah. What does Sifa Dhatiyah, Sifa Fi'liyah mean? Sifa Dhatiyah means that which is connected to Allah alone. Just like Allah hears and Allah Ta'ala, He sees, these are characteristics that are connected to Him. Sifa Fi'liyah are actions that are connected to His actions. He does them. These things He does, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And Sifa Fi'liyah is something that is connected to Allah's will. He doesn't always do this. As for Sifa Dhatiyah, he's always doing it. 
He's always got it. He's always, huh? Like Allah is always hearing. Allah Ta'ala is always seeing. Allah Ta'ala is always uh, knowledgeable. That's all sifa zatiyah. Sifa fi'liya is Allah descending. Allah is not always descending. He only does that when he wants to descend, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is sifa fi'liya. Sifa fi'liya. Does that make sense? Allah talks, and Allah only talks when he wants to talk. Okay? Allah is not always talking. Okay? Sifa fi'liya. Huh? Sifa? Sifa fi'liya. These are the topic, the point that we're talking about, uh, uh, particularly right now. Does that make sense, brothers and sisters? So those are the two views regarding uh, the difference between Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. Very good. They also dis disputed amongst themselves, is the name Allah Mushtaq? Mean, is it rooted from something? Or is it Ghayru Mushtaq? And we leave that for another discussion, inshallah ta'ala. Like, is the name Allah taken from somewhere or is it not? We'll leave that for, some, from us for, for another time. But you can see just the name Allah, Bismillah, just this, this Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, there's many things that we can do. And all we've analyzed so far is really a grammar. If we went into the fiqh in Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, is Bismillah an ayah of every surah or is it not? Is the Bismillah an ayah of Surah Al-Fatiha or is it not? And etc. And then we go to the issue of al-jahr bil-basmalah. Can we read Bismillah loud when we're praying in the salah or can we not? It's masail adida that's connected to Bismillah. So Bismillah, Bismillah is not just a, it's not light. It's very, 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 there's many fiqh and many matters pertaining to it. Itself can be made into a month's course. If somebody wants to speak about it. Now. Huh? Yeah. Sifadatiya. It does, it's not something that's connected to his will. Every time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has it. Okay, good. Then the author says, Alhamdu, praise. Lillahi is for Allah. Alladhi dawan lam yazal aliman qadira. The author here says, Alhamdulillahi, praises to who? Who is his praise to? Alhamdulillah, he says. Praise is to who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remember in Nahaw when we took, we took the difference between Lam al-Milkiyah and Lamu. Yeah? Yeah, we talked about Lamu Khtisas and Lamu al-Milkiyah, right? When we distinguish between the two. What do we say Lamu al-Milkiyah is for? The Lamu of ownership. What do we say it's for? Things that are tangible. So here when we say Alhamdulillah, what do we, what do we say? Is it Lamul Milkiyah or Lamul Ikhtisas? It's Lamul Ikhtisas. It's the Lam for the, the Hamdala, the praise is specific for him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Good. Alladhi the one, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lam yazal aliman qadira. You will tend to see this a lot. You will tend to see this a lot, brothers, which is Lam Yazal. Lam is a nafi. Yazal has ma'na in nafi in it, a meaning of negation in it. The Arabic language, negation and negation, what does it equal? So, 
Lam yazal means Allah hasn't. So lam means hasn't. So lam means hasn't, and yazal means also hasn't. Roughly in translation. Okay, if I give a loose translation. Are we all together? But we have two negations. And when two negations come together, there comes out of it affirmation. Okay, even in English. The Arabic, even in English is like, if you negate, then you've affirmed. That's why they say, nafyu nafyu ithbat. Nafyu nafyu ithbat. Negation and negation is affirmation. So when the author says, alhamdulillahi lam yazal aliman, is him saying, alhamdulillahi, praises to Allah, the one who is alim qadir. The one who has always been alim and he's always been qadir. Alim, alim, um, aliman means, what is aliman means? I mean, what is aliman mean? Aliman means, what does aliman mean? It means one who has, who possesses, huh? One who possesses, one who possesses knowledge, right? Can we attribute to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowledge? So can we say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has knowledge? And we can say he's an alim. Sahih? Huh? We can, right? There's a fa'idah I'm going to share with you all, inshallah.